phone call came at nine o'clock. It was from four friends of mine, Derek Rousset, Steve Schultz, Tom Wilkerson, and Bert Torres. All great friends from high school, and they decided to call some of us on the West Coast at midnight to see who would pick up, and I picked up. You like scary movies? Uh-huh. What an incredible conversation, but it reminded me about something. Friendship, relationships. We've been friends since high school, all of us, and we stayed in touch to some degree or another, and what a phenomenal time I had on that phone call. Have you ever had friends call that you felt like you hadn't seen them, maybe for five years or 10 years, or maybe it's just been one year, but you pick up and you talk as though you've never been apart. That's what I experienced talking to those guys, and I thank those Falcons from East Kenwood High School for giving me that call, and it reminds me, and I wanna talk about today, relationship work the kind of work we need to do in order to get through COVID-19. In fact, renewing and rebuilding our relationships after COVID is what relationship work is all about. Let's take a look at something. There's two things I wanna mention right here. And I know you said one quick thought, Russ. That's right, I'm talking to myself. What am I doing? The reason I'm mentioning that is because I want to remind myself it's one quick thought that as one of my friends who watched our previous episode said, knowing Russ, one quick thought can sometimes be one main thought with 12 things that follow. But I'm going to try to keep it simple. So I want to speak to you whether you're spiritual or not, whether you're Christian or not, because the Bible text, the ancient texts of scripture are respected by people whether they believe it or not. And it gives us great wisdom about how to build relationships. And in 1 Peter 1.22, it explains, now that you've purified yourselves by obeying the truth so that you have sincere love for each other, love one another deeply from the heart. Christianity in its purest form is about loving one another deeply from the heart. And what does this passage teach us? That's not possible unless we're obeying the truth. It's not possible to love one another from the heart deeply unless we're obeying the truth. We've got to clear out the clutter in order for our heart to function well in relationships. And so that's the relationship work we have to do. Clearing out the clutter, the emotional, spiritual, and mental clutter in our hearts and our heads that keeps us from being able to go deep and to love people in its relationship work. Why is that relationship work necessary? Because COVID-19 has done a lot of damage to us relationally. It's done damage to how we think. It's done damage to our isolation tendencies. It's done damage to our trust. And we could go on and on and on about that. And there's some evidence of it. Time Magazine had an article out called What We Learned About Relationships During the Pandemic. Here's a quote that I think is really useful. The pseudoscientific formula that explains most human bonding is basically time plus affection plus togetherness equals relationships. Three components equal one thing. Time plus affection plus togetherness equal relationships. So what happens to humans and their interconnectedness when two of the key elements, time and togetherness, are removed or decreased? When you take two of those elements out, all you have left is affection, and affection begins to decay without time and togetherness, and that's the breakdown of relationships. I've been asking myself a question. I bet you want to ask this question. How are my relationships doing after the damage of COVID? And it's done damage, okay? How do we know? Well, we know from our personal experiences, but we want to put a little data on that. YouGov had an article and data come out, and it was entitled, The Impact of Coronavirus on Mental Health and Relationships. One of the sets of data that I found most interesting was how Americans have experienced changes in their friendships during the pandemic. So all U.S. adults, 17% of people, felt a lot closer or a little closer to their friends after COVID and during COVID. 27% though said, I don't see any difference. 5% went, I don't know. 
8% went, I don't have any close friends. Now don't laugh because a lot of people don't have any close friends. When you take that eight who have no close friends and that five who don't know, that's 13% right there. But here's the real kicker. 43% of all US adults say that they feel a lot more distant or a little more distant from their friends. Think about that. If you add all that up, the don't knows, the I don't have any close friends with a lot more distant or a little more distant, you're talking about over 50% of people have had relationship damage take place because of COVID-19. So we have to look, whether you go to church, you belong to the Kiwanis Club, you're on a team, everybody's relationships have been affected. And so we need to do relationship work to repair the damage done. Let's get into a little more data detail and we'll move on. 18 to 34 year olds, 49% felt a little more distant or a lot more distant from their friends. Why is that important? The 18 to 34 year olds saw the greatest damage done to their relationships. Let's say that again. The 18 to 34 year olds saw the greatest damage done to those relationships. 35 to 54 year olds, it was 43% felt a lot more distant or a little more distant. And 55 and older, 38% felt a lot more distant or a little more distant. But again, when you take the don't knows and I don't have any close friends and add it to a lot more distant or a little more distant, over 50% of all people feel some kind of loss from relationships through COVID-19. So what does that make us do? It makes us go to the Bible and say, can you give us any help to understand how to do the kind of relationship work to repair our relationships or maybe build relationships for the first time? Because guess what? Life isn't satisfying without friendships. As I alluded to my East Kentwood Falcons, a lot of the experiences I had growing up, they were made great, not because of anything I achieved, but because of those I was able to share it with. I bet you feel that way. We all need friends. So let's get to the relationship work, Ephesians 4.14. Then we will no longer be infants tossed back and forth by the waves and blown here and there by every wind of teaching and by the crunning and craftiness of people in their deceitful scheming. I know that sounds pretty intimidating and maybe like too negative. And I don't want to read it, but it has a lot of helpful things in it. So hang on. Verse 15, instead, got an option. Instead of having that, Speaking the truth in love, we will grow to become in every respect the mature body of him who is the head, that is Christ. From him, the whole body, joined and held together by every supporting ligament, grows and builds itself up in love as each part does its work. You know, I was listening to one of my favorite people to listen to, Scott Galloway with Kara Swisher on Pivot. And Scott Galloway said, you know, I'm not really into church or anything, but I believe in it. I believe it's great for community. You know what? A lot of us out there may feel like, well, I'm not sure I believe in God or, or whatever, but I absolutely believe in that kind of community. And what this scripture is telling us is when we are Christians, we should have the best community available and people should want to be there whether they believe in God or not because of how great we do at our relationship work. So let's learn from Ephesians 4, 14 to 16 and break it down and then we'll get out. There's two things to look at. One, relationship problems. Where do they come from? And two, relationship work. How do we solve relationship problems? Let's take a look at relationship problems. Number one, the Bible talks about Ephesians 4, 14 and following emotional waves that people are tossed back and forth. You know what we're tossed back and forth by, especially during COVID-19? The unexpected, the unpredictable, the uncontrollable. You were minding your own business, you were doing all the right things, but, got, but you got exposed to COVID, or maybe you caught COVID, you had to isolate, maybe you've been quarantined 50, 60, 70 times, <laughs> you know, who knows? Maybe you're confused by all the rules, who knows? But it's led to unexpected, unpredictable, uncontrollable, and so our emotions go up and down like a roller coaster. Emotional waves, that can cause emotional problems in our relationships. 
teaching wins. What is that? That is, during COVID, we start getting all kinds of new ideas, new opinions, new criticisms, new options, and before we know it, our head is spinning, and we're thinking, I need to move. I need to get a new job. I need to quit this job. I need, and we start exploding with all the information overload that's coming into us, and it's blowing us to and for it. We watch the news, and we one day it's this rule for COVID. One day it's that rule for COVID, and, and we can't stand it. It overwhelms our mind. We can't handle it. That's the teaching wins where we're blown every way. Now, some people are going to say, but what's that mean in context? It means that there's teaching that comes into Christian person's life that's false and not real and not true and compromised. But I think we got to go bigger than that and talk about what's been happening in our society is we're getting information overload and it can blow us back and forth and it can wear us out. Cunning and craftiness. Cunning and craftiness says relationships fall apart when people start to be cunning and crafty, when they're not straightforward, when they're not authentic, when they're not genuine. What produces that? Are we bad people? No. Usually we're avoiding, suppressing, and hardening to emotion. We become more cunning, more crafty, less trusting when we're avoiding, suppressing, and hardening to our own emotions. We got to deal with that. That's a relationship problem and causes relationship problems. And finally, it says it all ends up in deceitful scheming. Have you ever been a part of a group or seen a group that's just tearing each other apart? Well, sounds like the United States right now, right? It's just incredible. But it comes because a lot of us have unresolved feelings and we don't know how to deal with them in three areas, shame, inadequacy, and negativity. Now, I think that's what the Bible means when it talks about sin. A lot of times we overstate sin and make it sound worse than it is. What sin really is, is the things that come into our life that cause us shame, to feel inadequate, and to feel negative. And by getting those out of our life, we don't feel shame, we don't feel inadequate, and we don't feel negative. So what happens is relationship problems come when we have unresolved feelings of shame, inadequacy, and negativity. And the good news is God, Jesus, the scriptures teach us how to deal with that. And so let's get to the relationship work. How do we deal with this? How do we come out of this real winners? How do we make sure that we get that win? All I do is win, 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 no matter what. Speaking truth, honest relationships increase trust. That's it, speaking truth. Honest relationships increase trust. Do I speak truth to my friends? And do my friends tell the truth to me? I want the truth, you can't handle the truth. I'm not talking about pointing out something that's wrong, just truth. Here I am, this is really me. Speaking in love. Speaking because I care. Loving relationships connect emotionally. People talk about safe places. A safe place is where we're loved. It doesn't mean that we're always going to hear a positive or we're always going to hear a negative. It just means that the person talking to me is telling me the truth because they love. They're telling me the truth about themselves. They're sharing their life and they wanna hear about my life and so we connect emotionally. This third solution is growing in love. Growing relationships deepen satisfaction. I don't know about you, but when I was hanging out with my friends growing up as Lee's Kentwood Falcon, I had a lot of things that happened that were good, but they didn't feel great until I was able to share them with other people. It's being able to be with friends and grow together. Have you ever had a relationship where you were growing and the other person wasn't growing, and so they were kind of maybe upset or mad at what you were doing? That's because they weren't growing with us. We need to work to grow together, and you do that when you're growing in love and finally build up in love. Creating a culture where we build relationships, where we don't depend on leaders to build the relationships for us, where we don't depend on somebody to fix our relationships, but we do the relationship work ourselves, that's when you build a relationship kind of culture that produces a spiritual community. And for some people go, why should I go to church? You know the best reason to go to church? is find one with a great build up in love culture. 
that builds deep and satisfying relationships. And you will thank God literally for the fact that after COVID-19, your relationships were better than before. That's one quick thought. Thanks for listening.